the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. God never forgets about us. Can we say we never forget about Him? How often do we arise and neglect to say, Thank you, Lord, for another day? Or thank you, Lord, for keeping my family and me safe at the end of the day? He remembers us even when we don't deserve it. Therefore, we must remember the Lord our God every second of every day. As Pastor Rander ministers to us, have your Bible, pen, and paper handy as you will want to take notes. We're in part four. Part four of the series, Remember the Lord, Our God. Turn with us once again to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verses 10 through 14. That's been our theme text, really, throughout this month. It's just growing, and uh, we'll get through when God says we're through. So Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 10 through 14, there you'll find these words. So it shall be when the Lord your God bring you into the land of which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a large and beautiful, to give you large and beautiful cities, which you did not build, houses full of good things, which you did not fill, hew not wells, which you did not dig. Vineyards and olive trees, which you did not plant. And when you eaten and are full, then beware, lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. You shall fear the Lord your God and serve him and shall take oaths in his name. You shall not go after other gods, the gods of the peoples. Who are all around you. Once again, remember the Lord, our God. God reminds his beloved people, Israel, when you get over into the promised land and when you start receiving blessings of grace that I have provided, don't forget where your blessings come from. When you live in beautiful cities you did not build. When you drink water from wells that you didn't dig. When you eat and partake of olive trees that you did not plant. When you inhabit cities large and beautiful. I drove out your enemies before you and now you are inhabiting those cities. Don't forget, I put you there. And when you've eaten, and when you get full, remember the Lord your God. And, and you know, it's so easy to get when you get full. When you're satisfied. When, when, you, when, when God has answered your prayer. When you got a little money in the bank. 
You can take a vacation here or there. It's amazing how we can forget God who gives us the blessings and where all of our blessings come from. You say, well, what, 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 Pastor Draper, what can keep us from forgetting? What, what, how, what can you tell us um, to do? What can we do to keep from forgetting the Lord? Well, I tell you what, just live and read this book. Remember to read and meditate on the word of God. The word of God will keep you from, from forgetting where all your blessings come from. Meditating on the word of God will bless you in ways you cannot imagine. The word of God keeps you from, from, from forgetting the Lord. You will forget God if you uh, deviate from the word of God and you stop receiving it. So remember to read the word, to meditate on the word, to meditate, to chew on the word. Speed reading the Bible cannot help you. You must read the Bible slowly, meditatively. As a matter of fact, you don't read a passage one time and get it. I'm sorry, you're not that good. (laughs) The word of God has to be read slowly, meditatively. Allowing it to soak in your life, to, to, to lift up all that rubbish and all that spiritual debris that God does not want in your life. So let me tell you what the word of God will do when you begin to read it and meditate on it and take it seriously. A, it will revive us. It revives us. Some people, particularly Christians, I've never seen so many depressed Christians down, just down, just out of it, space out, don't know where you're going, don't know what you're doing, you got the blues, and every time people see you coming their way, they say, here come bad news, but if you get in the word of God, the word of God will revive you, it, 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 will, it will refresh you. The word of God will set your soul on fire. That's right. That's right. It fires you up. It rejuvenates you. It stirs you up. It motivates you. It encourages you. And you need to get out of bad news and spend more time in the good news. And this book will not lift, put you down. It will lift you up. It, I've never, it, it, so many suicidal Christians. Uh, and, and pe- Christians are on the edge but this book will get you back on safe grounds it will depressurize you it will lift, take the pressure out of you and settle you down it revives you the, the Psalms 119.25 says my soul clings to the dust revive me according to your word the word of God brings revival in the life life of believers uh, B, do what the word of God will do when you take it and meditate on it and read it. It reminds us of the name of the Lord. The word of God will remind us of the name of the Lord. Psalms 119.55 says, I will remember your name in the night. O Lord, and I will keep your law. I tell you what, have you ever, have you ever been in a position at night where you could not sleep? Could not sleep, you know. Well, matter of fact, that happened to me. I'm out of town 
and got back in and called myself going to bed at 1030 or go to a good, nice hour. And go to bed. When I go to bed at 1030, that's a good time for me. man. then you wait right up at two o'clock and then you then you go and then you try to lay back down. And I show you Lord woke me up to study and pray. So I got up and just started reading over my messages, studying on my message, tried to go back and lay down and couldn't sleep. And uh, so I said, oh, God, help me. But that's time to call on God. That's right. To call on his name. Because strange things happen at night. The devil gets busy with you at night. And sometimes he'll even disturb your sleep so that you can kind of be grouchy and out of it the next day and not alert and all these kinds of things. But I know a God you can call on. You can call on him in the night. The God of the day is the God of the night, and he neither, he neither slumbers nor sleeps. Have you, your heart ever been troubled or uneasy, and you've been burdened down, and uh, critical decisions at crossroads, you didn't know what to do? Have you ever worried about things that God, God already had fixed, and then you got embarrassed when you saw how God answered it, in spite of all your worrying? I know a God you can call on him. I don't know what you want to call him, but call him, call him who he is. His name is Jesus. That's right. His name is Jesus, Savior. And sometimes the best prayer you can cry out is, Lord, have mercy. Call on his name. So remind, the word of God reminds you of his name. Psalms 119.55 says, I remember your name in the night. O oh Lord, and I keep your laws. See, uh, the word of God will bring spiritual understanding. It brings spiritual understanding. Psalms 119, 169 says, let my cry come before you. O oh Lord, give me understanding according to your word. I've never seen so many bad thinking Christians. The word of God illuminates your mind. The word of God gives understanding to your thinking. The word of God gives you spiritual insight that CNN and Fox News can't give. That's right. That's right. It puts you on another plane. It puts you on another spiritual dimension. It brings spiritual understanding. And the more you hang around the word, read the word, meditate, the, meditate on the word, allowing the word to sift your life, you'll be, the word of God brings clarity. The spirit of God, the spirit of God brings clarity to the word of God. As a matter of fact, you ought not ever approach this book without praying because you need the Holy Spirit's direction and insight into understanding this book, which is from God. So be it known to you today, this book brings spiritual understanding. Uh, remember to read and meditate on the word of God. And God challenged Israel, stay with the book, stay with the law. The word of God tells us to pray without ceasing. Prayer is talking to God. We talk to our family, friends, co-workers, acquaintances, and strangers with ease. Yet so often, we don't take the time to talk with God, our source for everything. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Prayer does and will sustain us through the power of the Holy Spirit. We have it within us. We must always tap into it. Uh, why is the word of God so valuable? And why should we meditate on it? And why should we remember the word of God and keep it forefront? 
D, it directs our steps. Psalms 119, 133 says, direct my steps by your word. When the word of God is ordering your step, you won't misstep. And let no iniquity have dominion over me. In other words, the word of God keeps sin from ruling and reigning over your life. As a matter of fact, the word of God is a restrainer. It restrains sin. It, it, keep, it, it becomes a, 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 a preservative in, in one's life. So direct my steps. And listen, now if you can go to the club and shake your rear end, the Lord is not directing your steps. Amen. If you're going to a place that your mama don't know you're going or your daddy is not knowing you're going and you're lying and you're saying one thing, but you got that car and got driving privileges now and you and you're going where your mama and daddy told you not to go. They say, go to school and come straight home or go here and you make a side trip somewhere else. The Lord is not ordering your steps. A lot of folk been caught in strange places. A lot of folk have died. In places they would, they wish they had not died. And when, and when they were found, people would wonder, what were they doing there in the first place? Let me tell you something, you can die anywhere. And if you would think sometime that I could die here, you'd get out of there. Direct our steps. Oh, I want the Lord to direct my steps. Every step you make with the Lord counts for time and eternity. You know what the word of God does? It gives life. Say gives life. Gives life. Psalms 119.50 says, this is my comfort in my affliction. Your word has given me life. The word of God gives spiritual life. The word of God brings revival. The word of God uh, revives you, gives life. It, 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 the word of God is able to make a dead man, woman, a child live again. That's right. Gives life. The word of God gives life to your marriage. Dead marriages are made alive by way of the word of God. Gives life. Gives life. Gives life to your conversation. Gives meaningful life. It, 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 it resurrects your life. And so be mindful that the word of God give life. What else does the word do? The word of God brings hope. Psalms 119.49 says, remember the word of your servant upon which you have caused me to hope. The word of God brings hope, confident expectation that the Lord is going to work things out in a way that I can't understand. Hope. We need to live in hope, operate on the basis of hope because we serve the great God of hope. I like that song that says hope, hope. I still have hope. After all the things I've been through, I still have what? Hope. The word of God brings hope. Listen, God put people in your path to give them hope. For you to show them Jesus. And when you get people to Jesus, he's the great God of hope who can save them so that they too can have the hope that you have. The word of God brings hope. Hope when you don't see anything. Hope when you can't see your way. Hope when you don't know what to do. Hope in the midst of sickness gives you hope in the midst of rebellious children. Hope in the midst of a bad marriage. Hope in the midst of financial calamities. 
Hope in the midst of a job that's not doing you right. Hope in the midst of being laid off, knowing that God's going to take care of you while you're in transition. Hope keeps you from falling to pieces. Hope keeps you from being addicted to legal drugs. The word of God gives you hope. Gives you hope. When you have hope in God, you don't run to the alcohol bottle. You don't, you don't run to drugs and marijuana and crack. I've never seen so many Christians today running to crack, running to marijuana, you know, running to the lottery, trying to win the big one. That's right. Just walk by faith, live right, see first the kingdom. God's going to take care of you. God didn't say walk by chance. He says walk by faith. That's right. Take a plane, pay all that money to fly to Vegas. It won't even tithe. I have hope. Hope is in Jesus. That's right. That's right. And and listen, uh, it doesn't matter how bad things get in America. And it's getting pretty bad. But I tell you what, you won't lose heart. You won't give up when your soul is anchored in the Lord. And when you keep your eyes on the great God of hope. Let me tell you something about else about the word of God. The word of God gives peace. Say peace. peace. That's what we're to be meditating on it. And, and uh, not when we get blessed, uh, he says, don't forget who gave you what you have. God gives peace. Uh, Psalms 119, 165 says, great peace have those who love your law and nothing causes them to stumble. Great peace comes from the Prince of Peace. The Lord is our peace. Peace is a, is a tranquility of the soul because of resting in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God will give you peace. He will give you rest. Great peace. Not just a little bitty peace. God give you great peace. While everybody else is in turmoil, everybody else is an emotional roller coaster with it, with the political elections and all of that stuff. Listen, you can have peace in the midst of all of that. Why don't you just vote right and live right? That's right. Vote biblically. Then rest in peace. Great peace have those who love your law and nothing causes them to stumble. Where's your peace? You say you have peace, then why, why your face don't look like it? Why you look so bad? Why you look like you've been baptized in lemon juice? You say you have peace, why you talk so bad? You have peace, why you grumbling? You have peace, why you so critical? Huh? You have peace, why you so angry? If you really have peace, why can't you forgive someone who has hurt you? That's right. That's why you don't have peace. You, you have an unforgiving spirit. You're holding on to stuff back in 1932. Let it go. You're killing yourself. God has called his people to peace. Say peace. Peace. What God wants us to have is his peace. This book will give you peace. It settles your soul. You disturb, it settles you down. You answer, you worry, it calms you. 
That's right. It settles you down. And, and I'm, I'm here today as God's spokesman to tell you to receive God's peace, settle yourself down so God can do a greater thing with you and through you this year. H, you know the word of God, when you take the word of God seriously and you live by it and you anchor your life in the word of God, the word of God gives success. Gives success. Now, some of y'all think success is having a bunch of houses and lands and cars and money and stocks and bonds and yippee, I got success. What is money with cancer? What, what, what's a nice house, three bedroom, five bedroom, four, four uh, bathrooms and four car garages and all these things? And you're on your deathbed. You're about to die. You don't ask anybody, how many restrooms do I have in my house? <laughs> you you want to make your peace with God. You don't ask. You don't worry about getting a car wash or a car wax. You don't even think about taking your dog to PetSmart. <laughs> it comes your time to die. What matters is being right with God. The word of God gives success. Joshua 1 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then you will have good success. This book gives good success by your abiding in the word and obeying the word you are abiding in. It gives success from God's perspective. Psalms 1, 3 says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Are you productive? Are you bearing fruit in this season of your life? His leaf also shall not wither. You know, you're not walking around here withered up with your life. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Let me tell you something. When you're walking with the Lord, and when you're delighting in his word, and when you're allowing the word of God to build you, to help you, to sure you up, it gives success like nothing else can. Having a beautiful woman don't bring success. That's right. That's right. Having a big job, a big, great big position don't give you success from God's perspective. You know, the fool had a whole lot. That fool in that parable had a whole lot and uh, he took comfort in his material possessions. And God called him a fool because he had all the possessions of this world, but didn't have Jesus. And so what we need to realize is that real success from God's perspective is being in the word, allowing the word of God to sift your life so that you can rise to your God-given potentiality. So these are the things that the word of God provides when you meditate on the word of God. Now, let's go to number two. Listen, it is incumbent upon all of us that we remember to keep growing spiritually. Now, I'm gonna, it's a whole lot I have to say about this. So hold, your, hold, hold, hold on to your seatbelt, okay? 
remember to keep growing spiritually. First Peter chapter two, verse two says, as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. I never saw a baby that didn't want milk. It can be breast milk, infant milk, milk. I mean, they got all these other kind of milks out there now. Uh, but, but every baby wants some milk and you can play with him, play patty cake, play with the hands and kiss him 15 times or her 15 times. They're going to just scream louder and louder because when they want milk, not even a pacifier will do. Nothing is a substitute for milk when that baby wants milk. And let me tell you something. There's no substitute for the word of God. Let me say this. Nothing in this world can quench a thirsty soul or satisfy a hungry soul like the word of God. That's right. Nothing can satisfy a hungry soul. Nothing can quench a, a thirsty soul. Have you ever been real thirsty? When you, get, when you get really thirsty, you don't want Kool-Aid. When you're real thirsty, you don't want water. And if you're a beer drinker, yeah, I wonder about all that. If you're a beer drinker, you... You, you, you don't even want beer. He said, well, you saying beer. Don't look at me. Some of y'all drinking beer. It's football season. Some of y'all drinking more than beer. You're drinking hard liquor. And they're talking about Jesus turned water into wine. Wine. There's a reason he turned water into wine. And that, that first miracle in the Bible, he, he was saying, I'm on the scene. I'm God. That, that was an that was a affirmation of his deity. That's right. And a lot of you need to get off the wine and get on the... You got the wrong W. Get off the wine and get on the word. That's right. God is real. When we accept him as our Lord and Savior, the indwelling Holy Spirit becomes alive in us. And as indescribably good as that is, the best is yet to come. In heaven, God himself will live among his children. No more problems, no more pain, no more preparing for the worst, because the worst will no longer exist, nor will we remember that it ever did. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.